listen to a new siren while a voice calling somebody else's number. Looks real. What a mess, what a mess. I like the car. Those are good cars. You've been listening to the Fireside Theater. Thank you, Fireside Theater. And now that and now this. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What said if Pandora's box is a box of chocolates? Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a song is a song about food. I keep saying that was a song about food. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show. A show about food. And speaking of confusion, now some things are even better than food, especially when they're not food-related. For instance, if you were to find out that there was going to be a skateboard art contest at a comic book store, wouldn't that be as good as eating? I think so. So today's show, we're going to talk about a skateboard art show at a comic book store for an interesting cause, a cool cause. And with me is Trevor Staples. Hi, Trevor. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Trevor Staples is with the Ann Arbor Skate Park Initiative Push. We are now called the Friends of the Ann Arbor Skate Park. Cool. We used to have a long, confusing name, uh, Ann Arbor Skate Park Action Committee, oh, okay. otherwise known as ASAC. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's... <laughs> So you are no longer the Ann Arbor Skate Park Advocacy and Organization involving turns and twists and wheels. Uh, That's right. Friends of the Ann Arbor Skate Park. Much simpler now. Nice short name. So you came on the show last year with, you were talking about the very first skateboard art show that you were having. This was at Vault of Midnight. That's right. Comic Mm -hmm. book store on Main Street. Yep. And there's going to be another one coming up. Yeah, it's this Saturday. It's from 6 to 11 p.m. And at 8 o'clock is the main event with the big auction starting at 8 o'clock. We have artists from all over the country and a bunch of local artists. We have youth artists, adult artists. Um, We try to get as many people involved as possible. Um, Liz and Curtis down at the Vault of Midnight, they've been great. They they pretty much organize this whole thing for us. They do a lot of work. They work hard for the skate park. Um, yeah, and we're super excited about it. Um, some of the artists we have, uh, Andrew Bell, Becky Clunan, Guy Davis, Eric Priestley. Um, it's just it's just going to be great. And uh neighbor of mine, Malcolm Tulip, I don't know if you know who that is. Um, Malcolm Tulip is an actor in a theater person around town, has been yeah. for a long time, right? He's going to be the MC of the event. So okay. we're excited about that because he's... Uh, wild guy. <laughs> and it's going to be at the Vault of Midnight, which, if you haven't been to Vault of Midnight, it's it's quite the huge emporium of comics, graphic arts, figurines, just yep. about anything you Games, can Games, just about anything, yep. Mm-hmm. It's just plain big, and, and with large fluffy animals, too, I believe, <laughs> in some parts of the store. And so yeah. we're going to have people designing skateboards. Yep. So we, what we do is we uh, send out the blank skateboard deck. So the deck is the top of the skateboard. It's blank. Send it out to artists, and they do whatever they want with it. Some of them just paint on it. Some of them do uh, sculpture with cutting them up, uh, laser etching. There's just everything. It's it's wow. great. Yeah. 
So a skateboard as actually not something that's moving, but something that's sitting still and becomes a canvas on wheels, I guess, right? Right. And many of them are still functional if you wanted to do that. But, you know, last year we had one deck that went for $2,000. And so you probably wouldn't want to go out and skate on a deck that you bought for $2,000. Unless you're (laughs) skating maybe in a skate park made of diamond. (laughs) Something like that. Right. With gold uh, plated wheels. But so, so there have been... Can you... Imagine, I mean, can you conjure up some of the kinds of images that appear on skateboards? I mean, maybe that's too broad a question. But, uh, uh, you know, traditionally they're uh, closer to sort of uh, tattoo art, mm-hmm. um, a lot of daggers and skulls, things like that. But as the years have gone by, you know, skateboarding has been around for, man, almost 50 years now. And it, you pretty much find anything on a skate deck that you would find um, in any other art form. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome. And if you go to uh, skateparkartshow.com, you can find uh, pictures of all the decks that we had last year. Awesome. And uh, you can get a good idea of what's going to be there this year. And, uh, you know, we toyed with the idea of um, putting the decks that we have for this year up on the website beforehand. Um, but we like the idea of having people come down and experiencing them for the first time. Oh yeah, um, when they come down the stairs and just see it's it's just it's so great to see all these decks and you know it's well lit and Liz and Curtis do an awesome job down there to just make it look professional. Right. So that's at the Vault of Midnight on Main Street, just around the corner from Main and Liberty. Yep. And now the whole purpose of the skate art show is well, we are working to build a free permanent skate park in Ann Arbor. Um, we've been working with the city for the last few years um, with the Park Advisory Commission and the uh, City Council to uh, secure the location, which is at Veterans Memorial Park. Um, and we've recently had a new partner step in, which is the County uh, Parks Commission. And they have uh, offered up $400,000 in matching funds. So every dollar we raise now actually turns into two, and it's, it's, just, it's really helped us with our fundraising. That happened just a few months ago. The mm-hmm. uh, the grant, yeah. the offer, yeah, the matching offer, yeah. So, you know, it's a it's a countywide. You know, all the all the governmental agencies, if you will, are are in support of this. We get nothing but support support from the community. And um, actually, speaking of the actual skate park, uh, the Saturday after. Uh, this Saturday, so two weeks from now, uh, well, a little over a week from now, at the Ann Arbor Art Center on May 22nd, the exhibit from the Vault of Midnight, the decks are moving over to the Ann Arbor Art Center. Oh, okay. And we're going to have the opening over there. And one thing that's going to be special about this opening is we're going to have the first conceptual idea of what the skate park is going to look like. Um, so we're going to unveil that sort of first concept of what that corner of the park is going to look like. So that's, that's going to be really be, exciting. That's going to be at the Art Center on the 20, Ann Arbor Art Center on, on the 22nd. And what yep. street? Remind me the direct, where Ann Arbor Art Center is located. The Ann Arbor Art Center is on. Liberty between Maine and Ashley. Yes, on Liberty between Maine and Ashley. And and that'll be on the 22nd. Mm -hmm. So it's a two-tiered event. We've got the art um, contest... With, right. With a whole yeah, bunch yeah, it of, is a contest, and it's going to be juried um, this on this this weekend, the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we'll be giving away prizes for those for the top three in the adult and the youth category, and then also so we're auctioning the boards too um, to raise money for building the skate park. And then the next week, you can come and see uh, not only the decks again if you miss the show, but you can also see the unveiling of sort of the first concept of the skate park. 
Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit more about uh, skate parks in just a second, but I want to take a moment to wish uh, the spirit of Salvador Dali happy birthday. He would have been 105 this week, and uh, I thought I'd play something completely logical and without any sense of surrealism, and it's food-oriented. So this is uh, Rubber Biscuit. Did you ever hear of a wish sandwich? Well, it's the kind of a sandwich that you're supposed to take. Two pieces of bread and wish you had some meat. Oh, 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 the other day, I ate a ricochet biscuit. Well, it's the kind of a biscuit that's supposed to bounce off the wall back in your mouth. If it don't bounce back, <laughs> you go hungry. Oh, 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 the other day, I ate a cool water sandwich and a Sunday go to meat and bun. Oh, 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 Hmm, what you want for nothing? A rubber biscuit? That is historical information right there. That is the chips doing the original version of Rubber Biscuit, which, as I mentioned, is not surreal and is perfectly logical. You could look at the lyrics on the web, and they'll make as much sense as you can expect. Celebrating Salvador Dali's 105th birthday this week, he is somewhere, perhaps in an orange, but never use a rubber biscuit as a skateboard. Speaking of which, I'm here with Trevor Staples. Hello. Hey. Talking about the Ann Arbor Skate Park, which is moving forward and moving forward and moving forward. Yeah, right now we're in the fundraising stage, and we're also doing design as we work on the fundraising. Um, the design phase is we're working on the concept right now, and then uh, later in the year we'll be working on some more uh, detailed construction drawings with the city and working on exactly how the park's going to fit into the corner of uh, Vets Park over there. Veterans okay. Memorial Park. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's going to, if you just tuned in, there's going to be a skateboard art contest at the Vault of Midnight on Main Street this Saturday. And some people might not be familiar with the skate park and why we need one. Now, you've been skating for a long time, so I'm sure it's in your blood, but some people might not be as familiar. Tell me. Right. I'm, I'm from Ann Arbor. I've been riding a skateboard for, oh, I don't know, 25 years. Um, and skateboarding in Ann Arbor, it's sort of a love-hate relationship. There are lots of really nice skate spots in town. Um, 
The problem is that in most of downtown, it's illegal, and uh, you get a $150 ticket if you're caught by the police uh, riding your skateboard. So, you know, there's this bumper sticker that says skateboarding is not a crime, um, Mm -hmm. but actually in most places it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So the main thing we want to do is give people a place to skate, mostly the young people, because there are are skate parks located around Michigan, nice uh, permanent concrete skate parks, uh, but... You know, I can jump in my car and go drive a half an hour, an hour to go to a nice skate park. But, you know, anyone who can't drive for whatever reason. Because they're 15 years old, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they're they stuck and, and they're going to utilize what they have to skate. And there's another old saying that says, you know, if, you're, if your town doesn't have a skate park, your town is a skate park. And that's what happens <laughs> in Ann Arbor. And uh, it, it's a great place to skate. But um, it's not great getting a ticket for it. That's for sure. Not as great. No. You know, and we're, we're sensitive to the businesses downtown and the university when there's damage done to property and things like that. But, um, you know, just like you wouldn't uh, play baseball in the street or near a glass wall of windows, you know, skateboarders need a place to do their thing too. Right. And, uh, and, you know, like I said, we found no lack of support in Ann Arbor. It's just a matter of raising the funds. It's going to cost between 800 and 800000 and a million dollars to build the skate park, um, you know, with the county's help. We're getting closer to that, um, and uh, every every little thing that citizens can do, and anyone else who can lend a hand, really helps out the cause. Great. So, what are some skate parks around Michigan that you like? Well, the the closest one to Ann Arbor now is in Farmington Hills, and that was just finished within the last couple of years. So and that's that, that's pretty new too, then. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's a half an hour from my door. I live over by Slauson here, in Ann Arbor, and uh, it's. About 29,000 square feet, which is about the size that we're talking, and it's concrete, it has bowls, it has a sort of street plaza sort of area, Um, uh, it has beginner, intermediate, and advanced areas, it's free to use, Um, it's a city park, it's, you know, as a matter of fact, it's... uh, it's in a park that's not unlike Veterans Memorial Park. There's an ice rink, there are soccer fields and baseball fields, and, um, you know, it really it really adds to the multi-use park. Fits right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about the skate park in a moment. Again, the Ann Arbor Skate Park has a benefit at the Vault of Midnight this Saturday. Some dozens and dozens of uh, artistic skateboards. Yeah, I think we have, there's at least 50 now that have come in. Wow. Um, And I think 20 of those are youth submissions from around town. Um, I'm a third grade teacher, and actually at Burns Park, all three of the third grade classes are work together to make three decks, three skate oh, wow. decks, and those are going to be in there, as well as other schools from around town, too, and other um, youth. And so, you know, we're going to have, you know, really well-known professional artists along with, you know, local people who just want to help out. And it's, so it's a, it's a great community thing. And third grade classes having fun together, coming up with designs. That's, that's right. And they're good. And that's not just because they're my class. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but first of all, a little bit more. uh, This is quasi-surreal. It is about food. This is, it's Salvador Dali's 105th birthday uh, this week. And this is the original Brothers and Sisters of Love, who are now the Great Lakes Myth Society, a band that changes names, and yet the fellow in the song still wears an ice cream hat.
That's the original Brothers and Sisters of Love. And that's a group that is now called the Great Lakes Smith Society. But when they were the original Brothers and Sisters of Love, they did that song called The Ice Cream Hat. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and uh, cheese wheels and wheels on skateboards. I shouldn't even try to make uh, connecting metaphors there, but I'm here with Trevor Staples talking about the Ann Arbor State Skate Park. The benefit this Saturday and the skate park is moving forward. And how can people contribute or uh, find out more about the skate park and stuff? Well, uh, I just got a text from my girlfriend who says, uh, give the website address. <laughs> so uh, I thought I ought to give that. Um, it's pretty simple, a2skatepark.org. And that's one way to uh, get a hold of us, contact us, find out information about events and things like that. Um, if you'd like to give to the cause, um, we're we're working in conjunction with... Uh, uh, the brothers, Robert and Jeffro Wolf, who started Moose Jaw, they have a new uh, philanthropy website called CrowdRise. And what it is, it's basically, uh, it's, it's like a social network, but it's all about getting people involved with volunteering and fundraising. And we're one piece of that. You can go on there and you can give to any cause. It's, it's great to start your own fundraisers. And we're doing most of our fundraisers on there. So that, that website address is crowdrise.com and then slash A2 Skate Park. Okay. Um, you know, we're on Twitter, A2 Skate Park. Um, Facebook, you can find us. Um, lots of ways to get a hold of us. Um, if you Google my name, Trevor Staples, you'll find a way to contact me if you really okay. want to get a hold of me. <laughs> but, you know, we, we, we're always looking for volunteers. And, of course, financially, we need all the help we can get to raise this money to make the skate park. Okay. So just to reiterate, this Saturday, the 15th, at the Vault of Midnight on Main Street near Liberty, the graphic arts, comic book, etc. store with big fluffy animals and other things there, will have a skateboard art competition with dozens of skateboards. And the times of the show? Uh, the doors will be opening at 6 o'clock, and we'll be closing the doors at 11 o'clock. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean we're done, because afterwards at Arbor Brewing Company, we're going to have the after party over there with Jamie Register DJing and spinning tunes and people dancing and going crazy. So after party at Arbor Brewing Company, 6 to 11 at uh, the Vault of Midnight. On Saturday. And uh, the following Saturday, the 22nd, at the Ann Arbor Arts Center, you'll be able to see some of those winning skateboards. Well, all of them will be displayed, and they'll be there for a few weeks. And on the 22nd, we are unveiling that concept for the skate park, too. The first concept for the skate park. Great. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, this is exciting. So thank you, Trevor, for coming to Pandora's Lunchbox. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always and, great. And thank you for showing me these tricks that we just demonstrated on the air. Oh, I'm sorry about your hip there. That oh, was a you know, pretty rough fall there. You got to do what you got to do. It's, it's, it was a silent fall. So, you know, <laughs> this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And we got a little more surrealism yet to go here being Salvador, the week of Salvador Dali's 105th birthday or anniversary of birth, as you will. And this is a song about a tomato brain. This will get you in the mood to talk about gardens, won't it? Yes. This is Ivor Cutler, the unredoubtable Ivor Cutler, and this is Tomato Brain. Oh, Ivor Cutler, and he is joined by a wonderful woman whose name I have to look up. Here we go. Look at the field. Look at the grass. Look at the man. He's sitting on the grass. Look at the man. He's sitting on the grass. He's eating a sandwich. It's cheese and tomato. 
the man is a sandwich. His body's the cheese. His brain's the tomato. His legs are the bread. See him stand up. And fall down again. His legs made of bread. His brain a tomato. I said a tomato. His brain a tomato. The pips are his thoughts. The juice is like blood. The juice is like blood. The juice is like blood. That is Ivor Cutler and Tomato Brain. And again, I promise you that I will find out who that wonderful woman is. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. And speaking of tomatoes and brains, well, there are a number of things going on in the next week or so involving good food for kids coming from healthy, fresh gardens and and wonderful things like that. First of all, this Saturday in the morning on May 15th, from 10 a.m. to 4, you can go to Ypsilanti to the Growing Hope Center, where there will be a Growing Hope spring plant sale. Growinghope.net is their website. Growing Hope teaches people how to use community and school gardens for positive social, economic, environmental, and neighborhood change. They advocate for healthy food. They manage an urban farmer's market in Ypsilanti on Tuesdays, and they train young people and adults to make positive investments in the future. Growing Hope provides training, resources, and advocacy. So Growing Hope has a plant sale Saturday, May 15th, 10 a.m. to 4. Growinghope.net is the website. And there's going to be a ginormous conference in Detroit called the National Farm to Cafeteria Conference. It's been going on since 2002, this conference. This is the fifth annual. It's going to be in Detroit from May 17th, Monday, May 17th, to Wednesday, May 19th. And what they'll do is they'll, people at the conference will learn about initiatives involving preschool, K-12, child care facilities, hospitals, colleges, and prisons, feeding people real and good food. One workshop will include examples of integrating local seafood into cafeteria menus. And that's, you can find out about that at farm2cafeteriaconference.org. I'm not sure of the attendance requirements or such, whether you have to register early, but the information will be at farm2cafeteriaconference.org. Meanwhile, there was a press release from the Grand Rapids Public Schools. Grand Rapids Public Schools and 400 other schools across the state will feature Michigan produce and Michigan-based food producers on school lunch menus for one week in May That, I believe, is the week coming up. So the more we can do that, the better. And while we were talking about surrealism and such, by the way, this is of important interest to the people of Ann Arbor. Always hummus news is important, and we want to bring you as much hummus news as we possibly can. This is from the Voice of America, and if it's Voice of America, it must be delicious. I believe pretty much that's that's the way it works. Now, Lebanon has unveiled the Guinness World Records' largest platter of hummus this week, taking a victory from Israel. The two countries have been competing for the past few years for the record distinction. Hummus is a staple food of many Middle Eastern countries' cuisines, but both Lebanese and Israelis lay claim to its origin. Onlookers cheered as the giant ticker screen displaying the hummus's weight passed 4,000 kilograms, a record previously set by Israel in what has become known as the Hummus Wars. The ticker stopped at 10,452 kilograms. Wow. An event organizer says it is meant to be a fun occasion, but the participants also want to set the record straight. According to the organizer, it's more than being about the Guinness World Record. It's about proving that hummus is Lebanese. 
uh-oh, this is this could be a, a challenging, challenging conversation. But nonetheless, you know, that's what we're about here is challenging preconceptions and challenging you to share what's on your plate with me. That's just the way I am about these things. Now, so look it up. There's an ongoing ongoing war between Israel and Lebanon over Hamas. And that's the kind of war we like. Enormous amounts of food. You can have it in olive oil, salt, garlic, sesame cream, sesame cream, and especially the chickpeas boiled and crushed. All, all this wonderful hummus. It's just making me drool. But enough of that. That's just my personal thing, and I really want to apologize for sharing that with you. Salvador Dali's 105th birthday, just a quick mention of one of his works titled Eggs on a Plate Without the Plate. It's a work that I saw in St. Petersburg, Florida, at the Dali Museum. During the 1930s, it says here in the literature, Dolly tried unusual techniques to stimulate creative thought. One method was to press his fists tightly against his closed eyes, creating phosphenes, the luminous colors resulting from the stimulation of the retina. These triggered what Dolly described as an interuterine memory. He said that the colors made him recall a vision he had in his mother's womb of a pair of eggs fried in a pan without a pan. Try that at home, won't you? This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for tuning in. Coming up in just a few minutes, Arwolf will help us to face the music on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. In the meantime, we'll help you with your ham-hound crave with David Johansson and the Harry Smiths, just like this. You can read my letter now Shout out no my mind You sure don't know my mind When you think I'm loving you Even out of time I ain't got nobody Out here by myself Chicago women now About to lick my hand bones for Let me be your sunshine Till you're always calm Let me be your sunshine Till you're always calm Always ever done. Church's bells is ringing. The preacher preaching. Secretary writing. The member shouting. The dirty thinking that stole my gallon gone. 
Indian Owl is chillin' now. Papa trying to sing my sound. Let me be your rocker till your straight chair calm. Let me be your rocker now till your straight chair calm. It's a little after 7. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor 88.3 inches or centimeters or millimeters. Uh, it's experimental radio run by students at the University of Michigan. And there's a lot of community involvement, which is what people like Mike Perini and R. Wolf Arf and Ed Special are doing down here. We'd like to open up Face the Music this evening with some recordings from the early 1920s. In fact, what you're about to hear was recorded in October of 1921. 